The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Help us in these remaining days of these 21 days to maximize this time and this season. We pray in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 13 that I quoted from, let's start from there this morning. Very quickly, just I want to share three powerful things with us as we continue on this um, fasting adventure and this fasting encounters with God. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who is called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, who had been brought up by Herod, or brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, so they were in a fast, the church called the fast. And while they were in that fast, the Bible said the church ministered to the Lord. They were worshiping God. Praising God, focusing on God. And it was as they did that, that the Holy Spirit said. And this is the first thing I want to emphasize to us um, this morning. The Holy Spirit said, in a time of fasting and praying like this that we are doing, and if we will mix worship with it, you are now in a place where you can hear expressly from heaven. Hear expressly from heaven. Perhaps things that God has been trying to get across to you that he hasn't been able to get across to you. As we enter this second week, I want us to understand that, again, what fasting does is that it, it suppresses our physical, natural senses. You, your body is at a space where, because you are not eating like you will normally eat, you are not feasting like you normally feast. You are minimizing all kinds of distractions. So your, spirits, your spiritual senses are now heightened. Hallelujah. And what that does for you is that you can now hear from God. Somebody say, I hear from God this season. Oh, I can't hear you. Say, I hear from God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Holy Ghost said, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I called them. Glory be to God. The work to which I called them. The work to which I called them. There was something, this is a major part of what we are we, we, we pray for and we believe God for. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 says again, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered the hearts of men, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. God had prepared this for Barnabas and Saul. The work to which I call them. But apparently they had not been able to pick it up. Only God knows for how long. Oh, they were in church. 
oh, they were serving, they were teachers, they were prophets, it's very possible that they could have thought, oh, we are doing exactly what God wants us to do at this time. But there was something God had for them that they did not know about. It's like what Jeremiah 33 and verse 3 says, Call up unto me, and I will show you great and mighty things that what you do not know of. This is the power of prayer and fasting. This is the power. This is what it affords us. I have something for you. Look at me, somebody. I want you to catch this. God has something for you. Something unique. See, this is what birthed the ministry of Apostle Paul that we read about all through the New Testament. All the wonderful epistles to the Romans, to the Corinthians. These epistles that we are saying, we are going to be reading three chapters every day. This is how it started. The power of fasting and prayer. This was what, was what unlocked it. The walk to which I have called them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 7, Paul was writing. He said, at the princes of this world known, they will not have crucified the, the Lord of glory. And he said, we, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The secrets of God in a mystery. The things, please somebody catch this this morning. The things that God ordained for our glory even before the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. And I want everybody under the sound of my voice to hear me loud and hear, hear God loud and hear God clear this morning. There's something that God has ordained for your life that perhaps you are not walking in. You may be doing fine. Paul was doing fine. The church was doing fine. They were okay. But just in that season of fasting and waiting on God, God had something better for them. God had something higher for them. Hallelujah. And as they fasted, as they prayed, as they ministered to the Lord, they heard the voice of God. Verse 3 says, Then, having fasted and prayed, so as they heard from God, they continued the fast. The Bible said they laid hands on them and they sent them on their way. After these 21 days, glory be to God, you will be released into what God has for you this season in the name of Jesus. After these 21 days, um, Goshen fasting, you will be set on your way concerning what God has for you in the name of Jesus. Whether it is business, whether it's financial, whether it's ministry, whether it's marital, you will be released into what God has for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Separate them for me. I have something for them. Is it not interesting? They told us all the other prophets and teachers in the church. But at that particular time, God just picked Saul and Barnabas. It's amazing how God can just pick someone from the crowd. And I tell you, that person is you. Glory be to God. Separate them. I have something for them. 
Hallelujah. I also want to stress something very powerful here. Talking about the power of fasting and prayer. And I want you to understand this. Everything, everything, the, the, the importance of hearing the word of God for yourself. Everything that is significant, it rides upon the word of God. In this world as we know it. The whole world itself was created when God spoke. Hallelujah. Let there be light. Let there be light. And everyone that we know God used to do something mighty in their lives on the face of the earth, it started when God spoke to them. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your father's house. Hallelujah. God told Noah to build an ark for the saving of his household, for the flood that was to come. They always heard from God. God told Isaac, don't go to Egypt. Stay here in Jera. I will bless you here. Even Apostle Paul, before, before this encounter at Antioch, when he was going to Damascus, that God appeared to him. said, Lord, Lord, is that you? What would you have me do? Everything, somebody say everything. It rides on God speaking to us. And God told me to tell somebody here this morning, I want to speak to you. I want to tell you something. I want to show you something. I want to reveal something to you that will help you for your journey ahead. If you are the one I'm talking to, shout a loud amen. amen. Hallelujah. So wait on him. Wait on him. Glory be to God. Daniel chapter 9, the second thing. I want to quickly emphasize this morning as we get ready to pray. Daniel chapter 9. And here Daniel records a time of fasting and prayer that he also entered into. So he said he studied from the books. And he noticed that, wow. Remember what we are talking about, the power of fasting and prayer. That the time had come that the judgment of God upon the nation of Israel, the time of the judgment had come to an end. They could now come out of that judgment. The 70 years God had said had come and gone. So he, he saw that in the books that were written. And in verse 3, Daniel chapter 9 and verse 3, Then I set my face toward the Lord to make requests by prayer and supplication with fasting sackcloth and ashes and he prayed to God and I love what Daniel was doing here it wasn't so much a personal prayer per se it was a prayer for his people for his nation for his generation glory be to God so he sought God's face Ah, the time has come that God, you said, will be in captivity for 70 years. And he checked the record. Oh, the 70 years have come and gone. But it took a man in fasting and prayer to activate that restoration that was available for them. One of the prophecies we have is that there will be restoration. There will be recovery. Glory be to God. That's what God wants for his people. No matter what you have lost, no matter the time you have lost, hello somebody, 
the opportunities you've lost, glory be to God. It doesn't matter what may have happened in the past. If God has a word of restoration over your life, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. But in the place of fasting and prayer, you can make that happen or activate it. The word of God doesn't come to pass by itself in that sense. That's why the Bible says that with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. If we don't have to believe the word of God, then the word of God can work by itself after our God has said it. But in the book of Hebrews, it said that it did not profit them because they did not mix faith with it. With the heart, man has to believe. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So we have to believe the word, we have to confess the word, and we have to act on the word. That's what we are doing when we are fasting and praying. Act on the word. It was one thing for Daniel to notice that the time of the captivity and the time of the judgment had come to an end. He now said, then I set my face. I acted on that revelation. I set my face. I acted on what I saw. In fasting and praying. Oh, hallelujah. Elbow your neighbor for me and say, put some action. Where your prophecy of restoration is concerned. Elbow the other neighbor, say, put some action. Where your prophecy of recovery is concerned. Glory be to God. Now, the main thing God laid on my heart to emphasize to you here is that when he started praying, and he, he prayed a very lengthy prayer, hallelujah, the Bible now said Angel Gabriel, he said he saw Angel Gabriel appearing to him. Glory be to God. I believe it's verse 22. Look at verse 22, Daniel 9, 22. Now, let's, let's read from verse 20. Please follow this. This is very, very important. Particularly when you are in a fast like this. It's not a one-day fast. It's a 21-day fast. And particularly as we step into this second week. Let me tell you what's going to happen. The second week is going to leverage on the first week. There were some deposits that have already been made in our lives and over our lives. But we have not yet seen the fruit or the manifestation thereof. But it's as we continue that we will see the benefits of some of the labor we've done already. Verse 20. Now while I was speaking, praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, presenting my supplication before the Lord for the holy mountain of my God. Yes, while I was in prayer. Somebody say, while I was in prayer. Remember, I was fasting. And as, as I was praying, what happened? Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. Hallelujah. And he informed me Look at the message the angel brought. And this, in a way, connects to what we said in the first point. The first point that the Holy Ghost said. So, a word from heaven came. Heaven on earth. God sent angel Gabriel to him. I 
And remember how all this started. He was reading, let's just say for our own purpose, he was reading the scriptures and he saw something. Wow! God said we will have restoration this year. God said we will have recovery this year and it is not happening. God said we will return to our land. That's what he was doing here, if you, if you follow the, the whole story. So he acted on it. He started praying and fasting. And the angel came, verse 22, he informed me, talked to me, and said, Oh, Daniel, I have come forth to give you what? Skill to understand. King James says skill and understanding. Have come to give you skill to understand. So even that thing you read, that you thought you understood, you really don't understand it as well as you think you understand it. I've come to give you more revelation. Glory be to God. I've come to open up your understanding. What you saw that inspired you to start this fast, that was just to whet your appetite. Daniel, what I'm about to tell you is the cocoa of the matter. And that's part of what we get in a time of fasting and prayer. We've talked about that already. God will give us revelation. But this is my focus. Please, verse 23 is my focus. At the beginning of your supplication. Somebody say at the beginning. From day one. The moment God saw, hey, Kingsword has called a fast. Hey, the people are responding. At the beginning, God gave a command. Heaven responded. I want to tell somebody in this house this morning, heaven has responded over your life. Yeah. I said heaven has responded over your family. Heaven has responded over your marriage. Heaven has responded over your family. Over your finances. Concerning your health. Heaven has responded over Nigeria. Because we the people of God are here. From the beginning... The commandment went out. And I have come to tell you. Hallelujah. For you are greatly beloved. Somebody say I'm beloved of God. Therefore consider the matter and understand the vision. And then he downloaded the depth of the revelation that God sent to Daniel. As we step into this second week, somebody hear me and hear me well. I want us to be confident that God is already working on our case. Another one of Daniel's visions, the same thing happened. Gabriel told him that there were some principalities that were trying to obstruct him from coming. Talked about the prince of Persia. But Daniel continued. Tap your neighbor and say, continue, 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 continue. We are not going to stop today. Can I hear a loud amen? And we're not going to stop this week. Amen. Hallelujah. In fact, how many people will go to another level this week in the name of Jesus? Because you know heaven has released the command. Praise God. Heaven has released the word. Heaven has released the miracle. That you are not yet... I mean, look at this. A revelation that Daniel was looking for. But he came in the middle of the fast... If he had not started the fast, he wouldn't have gotten it. If he didn't continue the fast, he wouldn't have gotten it. 
you will not miss your own in Jesus' name. I can't hear you. I say you will not miss your own in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift your hands one more time this morning and say, Heavenly Father, everything that you have commanded over my life from heaven, for my heaven on earth experience in this season, by faith, I receive them now as I continue in this fast in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and for 30 seconds just pray fervently in the Holy Ghost. Everything, everything, everything that you have released for me to experience, I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now. In the name of Jesus, I receive what heaven has commanded for me. In the name of Jesus. I say to somebody again, how you start is not what matters the most. Yes, you, you are excited day one, you are excited day two. And maybe day seven, something happened that has brought some kind of discouragement. Maybe you don't feel as if something has happened. Ah, I've had some people sharing testimony. Me, I've not shared testimony yet. Heaven has released something over you. Amen. Hallelujah. Just continue. Continue. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the third thing I want to quickly emphasize as we get ready to pray this morning is basically the theme of today. It's your time of favor. It's your time of favor. Hallelujah. It's your time of favor. Isaiah 58 verse 8 says, as you fast. And I want to emphasize, if you really study that prophecy in Isaiah, what God was actually telling them. In fact, the prophecy was a rebuke. It wasn't that they were not fasting. Please hear this very, very important before we, 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 we look at what God said there. It was that the way they were fasting was not the way God wanted them to fast. I want to say that again. It's not like these people were not fasting. In fact, when Jesus taught about fasting in Matthew chapter 6, he said, when you pray, don't pray like the hypocrites. So it's not that they were not praying. It was the way they were praying and the purpose for which they were praying. He said, they are praying to be seen of men. He said, you have your reward. Your reward is that men will see you pray. But pray like someone that understands that the father that sees in secret will reward you open in the open. So it's not that people were not praying or were not fasting or even were not giving. Those three pillars, that three unbreakable cord. In fact, this Isaiah 58 prophecy said all of that. It was the attitude, like they said in the prayer today. The guy that was just dressing anyhow because. Just like when you fast, dress well. Put cream on your hair. Don't appear as if you are fasting. Don't get to the bus when anybody knows that ah, this one. Let me tell you, neighbor, represent God well. From your heart. Yes, God sees the heart. But represent God well from the heart. 
we are we are like Apostle Paul said we are we are believers we are like walking epistles we are like God's billboards people look at us and they can make a decision whether they want to follow our God or not hallelujah so God was telling them that ah there are certain things that I'm not happy about the way you're fasting and if you will change that and do it the way I want you to do it these things will be your portion. And that's what I want to focus on. What are you to do? The things we've put in the guidelines. Spend time praying. At least one hour a day. Meditate on the word of God. Those three chapters we are talking about. Give. Be generous this season. I talked about some of the things we wanted to do. The projects we are doing in church. I want to encourage you so towards that. Particularly if you are able to do that. Give to the poor. In fact, the main thing in Isaiah 58, God was sending them to give to the poor. If you see the naked, clothe them. We're having the shop for free in two, two Sundays' time. You can give cash towards that so that we can buy things that can benefit people or you can bring things. How you are doing it matters. And that's what God was correcting. But God now told them, if you will do it right and position yourself, favor will be upon you. Hallelujah. Like the, today's version has said, you will be sponsored by favor. Verse 8. And, and I want us to really hold on to these promises. Hold on to them like your word. Then your light will break forth like the morning. Hallelujah. Your healing will spring forth speedily. Somebody shout, my healing springs forth speedily. Ah, that is not a shout. My healing springs forth speedily. Hallelujah. Your righteousness shall go before you and the glory of God shall be your rear guard. This is what it means to be sponsored by favor. You don't earn these things. And please let us understand, fasting is not, we are not fasting as if we are paying a price so that you can earn these things. No, don't, don't have that mindset. You are not buying a shirt or you are buying a car. See, when I pay for a shirt, I have earned the right to collect the shirt. Do you understand what I'm saying? But that's not what we are doing when we are fasting. What are we doing when we are fasting? We are positioning ourselves for the favor that God has released upon the earth. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? Heaven on earth. Somebody shout heaven on earth. You are positioning for favor. You are positioning to experience Goshen. Your light will break forth speedily. Like they had light in Goshen even though there was darkness upon the earth. Praise God. Let me quickly help somebody here. I believe it was, I'm not sure, I can't remember the chapter. God just brought this to my heart. In the book of Luke, Jesus was teaching about prayer. And he said, two people came to the temple. One of them was a rabbi or a Pharisee. And he came, he had the understanding or the mindset that fasting, prayer, and all these things is like you earn what God promises. He said, I fast twice a week. I give to the poor. This is what I was doing in prayer. I pay my tithe. 
and there was a sinner. He didn't fast. He didn't give. He didn't pray. But he came and he bowed his head and he said, Lord, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. And Jesus asked them, who do you think God will show favor to? Those two of them. It was obvious that God will show favor to the sinner. Why? Because we are not buying. We are not earning. We are positioning for favor. Hello, somebody. See, fasting and praying, these things we are doing, we are humbling ourselves. Because we know that God wants favor to manifest on the earth for certain people. And you are positioning for it. Somebody say, I'm positioning for it. The glory of God will be your rear guard. Verse 9 says, you shall call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and the Lord will say, here I am. Will somebody shout, I'm sponsored by favor. It comes when you fast. Not that you are buying or purchasing, but what you are what you are positioning. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Quickly look at verse 11. I want these thoughts to be on your mind when we begin to pray. In fact, as we begin to pray, if you want to open to Isaiah 58 and repeat these things. Not like someone that is coming like you are qualified. I fast. I pray. Like that Pharisee. Hello, somebody. But like someone that is positioning. Somebody say, I'm positioning. Heaven and earth is my portion. Verse 11. The Lord will guide you continually. Shout it loud, amen, if you are interested. He will satisfy your soul in drought. He will strengthen your bones. You will be like a watered garden. And like a spring of water. Whose waters does not fail. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Quickly, because of time, let me jump to verse 14. In fact, rise on your feet. This is the main one. Somebody say, I'm sponsored by favor. I'm covered by favor. I am shielded by favor. As I wait on the Lord, I position for uncommon and unusual favor. In the name of Jesus. Put up that Psalm 44 verse 3 before we read this again. Because it connects to this. That they did not gain possession of the land by their hand. Let's, let's, let's quickly read that again before we read this verse 14. Because you will see the connection very quickly. Hallelujah. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arms save them. What made it happen? It was what? God's right hand. And that's all you see in that Isaiah 58. God said, if you will participate in the fast I've commanded, this is what will happen. God's right hand. God's right hand. What brings God's right hand on the scene? Is it how well you fast? Is it how well you pray? Is it how well you give? Now, should you fast? And should you fast right? Should you pray? And should you pray right? Talk to me, somebody. Should you give? And should you give right? But when you do it, you do it like that sinner. Not that you are a sinner or you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but you are positioning. Somebody say, I'm positioning. For favor. We don't gain possession by our strength. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance. Because what? 
Hallelujah. Does somebody in this house believe that God favors them in 2024? Hallelujah. Now look at verse 14 of Isaiah 58. Then you will delight yourself in the Lord. And I will cause you. Somebody say, it will cause me. I will cause you to ride. To gain possession. I will cause you to ride. Upon where? The high hills of the earth. Fasting positions for favor. They didn't gain possession. They didn't ride upon the high hills by their arm. No. It was the countenance of God. Because he favored them. I will cause you to ride upon the high hills of the earth. And I will feed you. Glory be to God. The angel said, arise and eat. Arise and eat. This journey is too much for you. But I will feed you. Somebody says, God will feed me. With the heritage of Jacob, your father. The mouth of Pastor T is saying it. The mouth of Dr. K is saying it. Who is talking to you this morning? I can't hear you. Who is speaking to you this morning? Who is telling you these things? The mouth of the Lord, hallelujah, has spoken it. God told me to tell somebody this morning, in 2024, lift up your hands as I declare this for you. In 2024, in 2024, favor that you have not experienced before. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Favor that you have not seen before. Favor you have not known before. They kept David in the field to be keeping the sheep. They kept him out of sight. You, you'll be doing the things that nobody else should do. But when the favor of God shone upon him, God said, I have found somebody. When that year, that season of favor came, they had to wait for him and God brought him and God anointed him. Somebody, this year is your year of uncommon favor. I'm going to say it over you two more times. After the third time, I want you to just pray fervently in the Holy Ghost. This year, 2024, this year of heaven and earth is your year of uncommon favor. This year, as you abide in Goshen, you will see uncommon favor in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Uncommon favor. Uncommon favor. I receive it now. I receive it now. The help of God to ride upon my high places the help of God to be seated upon my high places like I am seated in the heavenly places at the right hand of Jesus the help of God I position myself I humble myself to receive it 
as I fast, as I pray, as I wait on the Lord. My light breaks forth as the morning. The righteousness of God goes before me. The glory of the Lord is my rear guard. God feeds me with my inheritance. He feeds me with the heritage of my fathers in the name of Jesus. And all I'm doing is positioning for favor. Oh, positioning for favor. As I fast and pray, positioning, positioning, positioning for favor. Come on, somebody pray this morning. Everything that heaven has commanded for me from day one, from the beginning. I receive this season. What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not entered the hearts of men, the things that God has prepared for those that love him, the things that were hidden for my glory before the world began. As I fast, as I pray, as I wait on God, I receive them. I receive them. I receive them. My understanding goes to another level. My revelation goes to another dimension. The wisdom of God at work in me, it is multiplied exponentially. Daniel thought he understood from the books. But the angel came and said, I have come to give you skill to really understand. You think you understand, but you don't, Daniel. But because you positioned yourself in this fast, God has now sent me to give you understanding for the things that were commanded over your life from the beginning. Oh, somebody say, I receive, I receive. Heaven on earth is about receiving what heaven has released for you to experience on the earth. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. And it comes to me by favor. You're going to pray for a couple more minutes. Make sure you are praying fervently. Father, open my ears like you opened their ears in the church at Antioch. As they fasted and ministered to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said, Help me to hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. Help me to understand the direction of the Holy Ghost. Help me to understand the Spirit as He leads me with His eye. He awakens my ear morning by morning. He tells me which way to go. Oh, this is the way to go. Turn this way. Don't go that way. Help me to hear the voice that will direct my destiny, that will orchestrate my path, that will lead me into the things that God has prepared for me. Separate unto me, Barnabas and Paul, for the work for which I have called them. That thing that you have prepared for me. Help me to hear. Help me to hear. Help me to hear. Help me to hear. Help me to see. Help me to understand. Help me to know. Somebody lift your voice. Lift your voice as you pray. 
It was while Daniel was praying that Gabriel showed up. It was while they prayed and fasted at Antioch that the Holy Ghost said, Isaiah 58 says, when you are fasting, the Lord will cause you to ride upon your high places. Somebody press into these things. Press into them. Press into revelation from the Holy Ghost. Press into what heaven has commanded for you. Press into possessing your possession by favor. I'm going to give you a couple more minutes. Forget about everybody else. Forget about everything else. Focus on God right now. While they fasted and ministered to the Lord, the word of the Lord came to them. While they fasted and ministered to the Lord, that's what we are doing right now. The word of the Lord came to them and it was a mighty word. That was the word that launched Apostle Paul into his apostolic ministry. Up until that moment, he was only a prophet and a teacher. But God had prepared an apostolic assignment for him. The power of prayer and fasting. While they were fasting and praying, the apostolic mandate was released. I want to tell somebody here this morning, there's a mandate of God upon your life. Not necessarily that you'll be an apostle. And I'm not even just limiting this to ministry. I'm talking about the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Like God prepared for Abraham to be the father of faith. God's word came to him. Leave your father's house. Leave your country to a place where I will show you. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. What God has prepared for you. This season, you will hear from heaven. You will get direction. You will receive from God because he favors you. Let us press, let us press just a few more moments in prayer. Heaven on earth, heaven on earth, heaven on earth. I hear the Lord say, this is Goshen. <laughs> this is Goshen. This is Goshen. Here you will experience heaven on earth. Yagado segeda bashanda bagatoya. Pealaboso do barakadege yele pekeshoto. Healing is happening. Healing is happening. Even right now, healing is happening. Healing. Healing is happening. 
the sun of righteousness shall arise upon you with healing in his wings healing is happening anybody that is sick in your body receive your healing right now receive strength in your bones strength in your blood strength for your kidney for your liver for your lungs for your heart the sun of righteousness arises over you with healing in his wings there's a lady here healing in your womb healing in your womb healing in your abdomen healing in your womb healing in your abdomen receive it now receive it now receive it now receive it now the son of righteousness he arises over you healing in his wings <laughs> healing in his wings healing in his wings don't let anyone or anything distract you just receive from him <laughs> the great provider is here receive from him he came to his own. They did not receive him. But as many as received him, received from him right now, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Receive from him. Yes, right here, right now, you can receive from him. Receive him. Receive from him. Receive him. Receive from him. Shaya <laughs> Yes, Lord, open our eyes, open our ears, open our mouths, open our hearts. We will wait on you, we will wait on you. Open our eyes, <laughs> open our ears. Open our hearts, open our mouths. In the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.